0: Vicky B. And I'm Sammy Z. And this
1: is Stumbling Along.
0: Welcome back after our vacation. It's Stumbling Along with Vicky B and Sam Z. Woo!
1: What vacation? That week where we didn't have anything?
0: Yeah, the one week. Oh, the-,
1: the other technical issue week.
0: Yeah, I'm calling that our vacation.
1: Perfect. Um, When really it was just an unmotivating week.
0: We were struggling with technology, which a lot of us struggle with. Um, It was a hard week. It's hard to keep up, and we're going to be honest. We try to do it every single week because we love doing it. We hope you guys love that we do it. But last week was just a no-go. We did it, though. We recorded, and then
1: I listened back to it, and it just sounded like a vacuum. Was sucking us up, and I just didn't have the motivation to edit it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
1: was so. Sammy Z, tell us your tell us an update. How is school going? How is second term?
0: So we are one week and one day into term two. Um, it is definitely going to be. It's I have double the amount of courses, so I have like six courses, and last term I had four. Um. But I'm feeling a bit more confident. I, all of term one, as you guys know, I only had one assignment for everything that was worth a hundred percent and I was super overwhelmed with it. And then basically I got all my grades back and, um, I hate distinction and everything. So in the grading system in the UK, it's a bit different. So distinction is 75 and higher. And then that's in Canada, like would be considered like an 80 plus. Um, so out the grades kind of range. But basically, I, yeah, I made honor roll for my first term of Masters. Um, and it was like a really, really good feeling to know that like all those tears I was actually doing things right. And it kind of like put a lot into perspective that like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, I just, I felt so relieved. <laughs> so are you proud of yourself for like pushing through I'm- now? because there was multiple moments where I wanted to give up and I really really want like this wasn't for me and just though they say not to validate on your grades like those are just, just kind of like the validation I needed to show that like all the stuff I was doing actually was like benefiting and the hard concepts I was learning in the business world were actually like being put to good use
1: mm-hmm.
0: For um, sure. so and yeah
1: do you feel better
0: about going into second term now with that information I do, I do. yeah uh, second term is definitely going to be harder, but knowing that I can do it and I have done it in the past means that I can definitely do it again. Um, I'm not going to strive for like the perfect grade, but it just makes me know that like I can pass. And that's all mm-hmm. I need to do. So I just, yeah, it was a really good first week of school getting all those grades back. That's good. So Victoria, give us a little update on your life.
1: Okay, so I decided to move back home um in March so I put my place on Kijiji and then I got hit and I found someone to take over the lease so I know I said it was the easier option but after you know journaling um and really thinking about it I really want to be home to have time to figure out what I really want to do while being supported by my family and I think that's the best thing for me
0: um, now do you feel like since you were going back and forth so much, do you feel like there's been a weight lifted or do you still feel that unease after making the decision?
1: Like I'm excited to go back because I feel like I'll be working towards my goal. It was hard because I'm leaving a lot here too, but I feel like if I go back I'll be able to visit Ottawa because I'll have more money. Right. And I've been getting more job leads in Toronto. So I feel like, in a way, it was more logical, but also I was waiting for the logical reason to go back, like, with a job, and then after, like, I kind of had a job opportunity, I was like, this is not what I want. I'm not ready to put myself in a career yet, because I really don't know what I want to do.
0: Right. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how you're still going home, but it's, it's like the pull and push of it all, but you're just being pulled in, like, back to home, which, like there's no, there's no shame in that at all. And I think that there was like a bit of pride at first, like you really have a plan in your head and you want to stick to it, but there's no shame in seeing the plan change and just adapting. Yeah. To it. So that's huge.
1: Yeah. I think January was just a hard month because I missed so many family things. And then working at a restaurant and just like, not, I was just like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm not here for a career job. I'm just like missing out or like, you know, far far away from family when this is the time when I really need right my family.
0: Well it's good that you recognize that. So you've only been away for like a month, two months would be, and then you'll be back. So it's all good. Yeah. So internships. All things internships. Those things that you need in order to get the job that you want. Because all the jobs we want have 10-plus experience, so we need to be interns for 20-plus years.
1: And everyone wants you to be, you know, work at the bottom and crawl your
0: way up. So we're here to talk about our internships, um, different topics surrounding internships this week, and kind of how some internship fails.
1: Yeah. So how did you get your internship
0: last summer? Um, so basically... I've been working for the same company for three years. But the first time that I actually... So it's been I've been working for them. My first internship was with them. I actually kind of made myself. Um, and what I mean by that is I used to work for them in store um, when I was in high school. And then I noticed... So your that- the place that she worked was like, it's a clothing store. Yes. And then I was sitting in in the university library one day in like second year. And I was like, I really needed an internship. I really want to do social media. And I thought back to all the stores I used to work at. And this one was small enough that I thought that there could be a good um, opportunity there to grow um, within a Toronto retailer. So I kind of reached out and just said that, like, hey, I really love social media. I follow yours. Um, I was wondering if there was an opportunity in like helping out with it. I would love to help expand your social media. And I kind of just gave them, I almost like proposed to them, like, just that I would love to help them. Obviously, the internship was free. Um and basically I didn't realize that they didn't actually have a social media internship spot until I got there and basically they had made it for me. Um and I just thought that was really cool that basically I just put myself out there and was very well the email was just very like direct in what I wanted and kind of how I could help them and I think that was probably got my foot in the door there and then I just put my heart and soul into it working there and then I've been going back ever since and they gave me an opportunity to work there summers after so I thought that was really cool.
1: No that is really good and you just like emailed them like you made the opportunity for yourself.
0: Yeah I emailed them there I didn't see any post about it I just found like a HR um, email and I kind of introduced myself and went off that. I,
1: like, had a similar experience. So the PR agency I worked for, I also did research. And then my school was doing, had a PR society. And then there was, a fir- like, a tour of the firm. And I actually, like, added them all on LinkedIn, all the people who worked there. And then um, the boss offered up this one person as a contact for us. And then they mentioned, like, a summer internship. So I emailed her. And then went up for coffee with her and just asked her about her experience and about the company and about like the position. And then I actually sent my resume through there and eventually they got back to me. So I'm definitely a firm believer on don't wait for opportunities. You have to make them for yourself.
0: I completely agree. And I feel like especially with internships, like if you're just looking for what's online, um, there's always going to be 101 like easy, like easy apply options that everyone's applying to. And so it's really important to know what you want and just go after it. And really, I think it's important not only to sell yourself, but to sell what you can do for them and like how you'll better them. Because though it's great, like bragging about how great you are in general, I think it's always more um, appealing when you say how you can like better it and better like the profitability of the company and how like you would love to like help them.
1: Yeah. And people really liked how people, you know, go out of their way. Right to like contact somebody and you know take that initiative it looks good
0: I completely agree it looks good ladies and gents it looks good but that being said
1: I feel like you should definitely know what you want you definitely have to know what you want when you do that what do you because you elaborate please yeah because like when you when you're willing to do you know at that point in your life when you're an intern the start of your career you're willing to do whatever right just to get that experience and to kind of like you know suck up a little bit like you yeah. you know you need to do that mm-hmm. but if you don't know what you want i feel like you can get pushed around a lot and get stuck doing things you don't want to do right so like I think that's a hard part about being at the start of your career, especially if you don't know what you want and you're insecure about like what you should do with your life. I think you just end up being like pushed around. I completely agree. And then you just become more insecure because you kind of lose yourself.
0: And I think when you're in an office setting especially, especially with business and cutthroat environments, like when you go in as an intern, the whole regardless of if the world is changing the stigma around being an intern I feel like hasn't changed much like you're put on a lot of odd tasks that kind of like are mindless or you're given 101 different things from different um aspects of the workforce that kind of just like pull you left and right and you just kind of get lost in like why am I here
1: yeah especially if it's like you're just doing the job because you need the job or the experience you're not really in it for anything else any other bigger purpose I agree I feel like you'll just get lost in doing tasks and not having like you know your purpose behind it like I need to like I want to do this because I want to gain experience I completely agree so I think it's definitely like you don't need to jump into an internship right away it's important to like take that time and figure out what you want apply to things that what you want so you can dedicate yourself
0: Yeah, I think something that we get out of school and something we hear a lot is, like, just get a job first, anything, and then you'll eventually work to what you want. And I think that is, like, the biggest lie. I think you should constantly just go after, like, what it is you want and not, like, wait for it to come.
1: Yeah, like, apply to things that you really want.
0: Yeah, and then if you apply to things you really want, that's all you'll get. Yeah. It leaves no room for, like, an odd job you don't like.
1: I totally agree and then like building off this point you know being insecure at the start of your career and you know like not sure what you want to do and like you want to be open and you want to help as much as you can like I think it's important like to have like what like what do you like how do you want your boss to be like when you are that young in your career
0: this point is so huge Whoa! sorry. This just—I feel like it's always turned around on
1: us. I so like, yeah. you know, Gen Zs and millennials—they just want to be at the top without working towards it.
0: I completely. But it's
1: like, also, we like, this is what we want from our bosses too. Like, we are important. You know, we will—we're gonna get there, I and do. we're still important.
0: And I think that being an internship, being an internship, or being at the beginning stages of your career where you're on the bottom, I think that people in the workforce that are higher up they forget what it's like to be in that position and you're kind of you are treated as the less than and if you don't know how to do something it's seen as like a negative as opposed to like an opportunity to like learn from people older than you and I think that that's like a huge issue I felt that a lot in my own job whereas Um, I didn't know how to do something and instead of like greeting it as an opportunity an older employee would see it as like oh you're just like a gen Z, or you're just a millennial who doesn't really want to try but really it's just that you're not willing to like extend the hand
1: yeah because like a part of being young like you're doing things for the first time in your in your internship or your job and it's intimidating at first because you've never done it and you know you're gonna fuck up and you don't want to do it, but having someone to encourage you yes. and not scold you as much when you do make mistakes because that's inevitable, but to like give you constructive feedback and give you like what tell you what you're doing well at, tell you what you can improve at, and someone who will sit down with you right and guide you and be a mentor.
0: Um, now I have an example of this where I wasn't 100% getting along with an old with a with one of my bosses. Um, it was never approached, but everyone can feel tension. Everyone can feel when things aren't going right, and it did take me a long time because I felt there was a big power shift, and I didn't feel like I had like the right to say what was on my mind because I was significantly like below on like the grit, the pay scale pretty much. Um, but one day I'm just like, I only have X amount of days left. I really need to like put my own best forward just for my own sanity. And what I thought was, if they're not going to give you the constructive criticism you need to better it, you go in with a list into their office. And this is what I did. And I just said, hi, I've made a list of things that I feel like, um, I could, I would love to have your opinion on. Can we take a couple of minutes to go through this list so that I can like better myself and better the position I'm in? Um, And after, like, a month of just feeling horrible and just, like, not getting that back, after getting that, like, 15 minutes of me approaching the situation like that, uh, I just, like, felt this, like, weight lifted off my shoulder of, like, okay, at least I can, like, I finally have, like, something to work on. Mm -hmm. There's no harm in, like, if you're not getting the criticism, the constructive criticism you need, um, in flipping it and just saying, asking directly. I feel like that's, like, a big... No, you're totally right. I think
1: it goes both ways where when you start your internship, when you start your new job, set up a weekly meeting with your boss and go in with a list of stuff you need to ask or like ask for feedback and ask for more tasks that you could do and like where you can help for the rest of the week. Because I think that since, you know, people kind of do forget about junior employees in a way just because there's so many other pressing things Mm -hmm. so just look for yourself in that way
0: yeah I think it is all about just like just knowing that like don't it's business and if something is negative or you feel something's negative don't let it like separate yourself from the work because I feel like that's often like where we like especially in creative fields I feel like it's hard to separate like work from like who work from like yourself because you're so embedded in like the creative aspect of it
1: yeah like, like your worth is basically like how well you do at work and like when we're this young you're inevitable to make mistakes like we're just figuring it out
0: so shake it off and just if you to you know, cry in the car after work which I've done multiple times do that and then don't let anyone see you and go in strong the next day
1: and like there's some like I also sometimes feel like I'm an imposter somehow I'm like how am I like I'm so underqualified, like, I'm not good at this, or, like... Yeah. Like, when one of my... I say one of my strengths is writing. And sometimes I'm like, I'm not a good writer, like, everyone thinks I am, or, like, I I actually suck, like, I did so poorly at writing this press release, or... Yeah,
0: and I think that just comes with, like, not... With being, with... I think that comes with physically being the youngest in that workspace, and then it comes with just, like, being also like just knowing that you're not you haven't been there While I think it just all comes with like experience and as we're trying to get it we just always downplay like how successful and how strong we really are just because nobody wants to come off as that cocky person yeah but in the light of that you end up being like really hurtful to yourself and I don't think that's very positive either
1: yeah or like you feel like you need to be really good at everything you do because you feel like you need to impress people. I completely agree. Especially like if you have an internship with a contract and you're like hoping for it to continue Yeah, and you just feel this pressure to like impress people so you have a job at the end of this. Right. Which can like totally get in the way of you just being yourself at work and showing how like your strengths, like letting your strengths and your personality shine.
0: I completely agree. And I think your point like totally shows like the truth. Like, there's the day to day of like just get through, and then there's like the long term of your goals. But you kind of need to find the balance between them both. Cause if you're looking so far into the future, it just stresses you out in the work, in your work. Cause you feel like you need to prove yourself. But if you're just looking day to day, then you kind of let that like bad moment get the best of you and it could ruin the long term views. So I think you really need to like look at it as like a yo yo of like, I don't know, just like the pull and push of like long-term versus day-to-day and kind of manage that. Yeah, like breathe. Ooh, breathe. Yeah, let's list some very simple ways to get breathe. through that day. In yeah, A spitfire. Breathe, you breathe. Just, know your strengths. Instrumental music. <laughs> Go for That's a good. walk on your lunch yes. break. Not sitting there. Take the a lunch break. Take a lunch break. That is a huge one. There's no, in school, there are breaks. In university, there are breaks. You know when to take your lunch. In the office, in North America, no one takes a lunch break. You are entitled to a break. Don't feel like if you take the break, you are less than someone who works through their lunch. I feel like that is a huge thing. Because when I was on my internship, I looked around the office and no one took a lunch. So I stopped taking a lunch. And that makes the days so hard and long. Yeah and you get irritated, and take your damn lunch break, leave the desk, eat away, walk away, come back.
1: Even if like you eat your lunch while you're working, at least get up, take a walk, like take a mental break, like I often like would get so frustrated, and then after I took a walk, or just like thought about something else, I could come back to a project, and just just, like be, have more clarity. Yeah. But yeah, that's like also, I want to talk about like, how kind of the work field is changing and like work environments and stuff like that like what would be your ideal workplace like the like in terms of like
0: office your boss the work
1: environment like what is your ideal workplace
0: um, some things that come to mind right away are um are a good social um balance i love when people tell me that their offices um, have like monthly socials or do things outside of the office and bonding experiences. That's something that I think would be really huge for me. Cause if you're, um, call, if you're friends with your colleagues, I feel like it makes a better space to work. Um, physically, I think that the whole cubicle thing is long dead. I want green space. I want open environment, um, co-working spaces. I just want it to be a bit more, I don't know. I think overall, just a bit more inclusive. I don't mind working at a desk every day. Um, Saying that, like, I would, I just like, like, the opportunity if I could, like, move around.
1: No, I totally agree with you on that. And on the social part. Like, I think our generation, we want our work to mean more than just work. Yeah. Like, we want to be friends with the people we work with. And we want to have a friendly environment. And we want, like, to have that flexibility where you can work at a desk. Or you can work in this co-working space. Or you can work yeah. on the patio outside or you can go alone in this room or you I'm... can work from home. Like yeah. we want work to have a work-life balance. Like we don't, I feel for me, like I'm, I don't want to work until 12 a.m. I don't want.
0: If I work, if I have no problem working long hours, if it's coupled by a really beautiful space with people I generally like, like I can put in those extra hours and then. If I do put in those extra hours in the space, I would love to be appreciated for that with like a Friday off or like you know like have yeah. like, having such regiment. I think regiment's so dead. Like if I'm gonna put in a lot of work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then I should we should be allowed to have the Friday off. Or do you know what I mean? I just think or that- be able
1: to work from home or like travel oh. somewhere to like nowadays families are like all over the world or like all over the country like. Just having that flexibility to be able to take those few days off to travel somewhere.
0: Yeah. And I don't think this is like a mystical fantasy, uh, like world we're creating. Like there are so many um, offices that are doing that now, especially in the creative field that are like putting their employees first and they are seeing great results. Um, Yeah, because like they're appreciated and they have that time off. Yeah, like, everyone knows the classic Google, like, the whole Google Slide, and, like, I know TJ Maxx, like, has, like, even something as simple as every Thursday, they have, like, Food Truck Thursdays, where a bunch of food trucks come to the office, and everyone can go out and eat. Just, like, even little things like that that just kind of make going to work a little bit more special can, like, really enhance, like, the environment.
1: Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I just think Gen Zs and Millennials, like, we want more meaning in our work. And we want work-life balance and we want to be appreciated. I don't know. For me, like, I, I'm i someone who likes having my own side projects. I'm someone who wants to travel for long periods of time. I'm someone who wants a family one day. And then just having, like, like I wish it was more normal to take a few months off at a time yeah so I could go travel
0: that's the one thing that being in the UK and I've started looking at um career opportunities in the UK and a lot of them have a very long break so like you have up to a month of a month of like um absent leave available and you can use it however you want and a lot of jobs provide that um something else I've seen which is really cool in the UK that they do is a lot of them will say like never work on your birthday again um I've I've worked at a few companies who let you take a
1: your birthday off
0: too here. I think that's very that's like the smallest thing that can like do so much. Yeah. Like do you know what I mean? Like it's just little things that I think companies obviously I think what I'm learning in school is like in the business in the past it's all been about saving money, but now I think a lot of businesses in, are switching more to the idea of a sustainable life. Um Yeah in the in work and with sustainability comes like taking into consider like not only like taking in the consideration of like how much money is going on but looking at the environment around you and looking at the people you work with and kind of pulling in and weaving it into everyone's lives and I think that is like the biggest shift in the industry right now
1: yeah I think so like if you feel your people if you give them if you appreciate them if you give them the tools they need the space they need Yeah. You know, the ability to spend time with their families and to live life outside of work. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they'll come back and give
0: you even better work. I totally agree. Girl, I totally agree. Yeah. We've just put on a tangent about what we want in our workspaces. All of you CEOs listening out here.
1: I think this is totally like reasonable and achievable.
0: Yeah, me too. You don't got to implement everything. Just one little thing. Add a green plant in the corner and a bigger window and see how happy people get.
1: Or like some local artwork.
0: Yeah. Little or like a, a Friday, Friday drinks. Yeah. Anyways. So Going off that, I think for the ending of our podcast this week i think it'd be really interesting to maybe tell one or two stories on some internship fails that we've had or some funny moments that have been like this is a classic internship moment yep so why don't you start us off vicky b
1: okay so one summer i was a marketing assistant and i was like helping plan an event so i had to order some decorations and thank you cards and we were just ordering based off of other things that we ordered and right. so when I was ordering the cards I asked for the cards and then the designer was like is this size okay and then my boss like briefly mentioned like yeah like check with that size and whatnot so I'm like okay so the size is fine he gave me the size but I didn't measure it out oh
0: god I've been there okay this is a and, book.
1: and um so didn't think of it again and then when he finally delivered the cards they were huge (laughs) (laughs) and I was just like oh no and I was like okay um I had to like work up the courage to go tell my boss and I did and she's a great she's a great woman and she's just like okay like go back and see like what happened there because if it was on him then Maybe we can get it, like, get some money back. But if it's on you, like, at least you know right. like what happened. And so I went back in my emails and, like, saw how I didn't, like, I didn't check. I didn't check that one detail.
0: Right. And, and just threw everything off.
1: And there was, like, so many
0: of them. But it's just something – I feel like that is, like, a classic – I've actually done the exact same thing. It's just a classic thing where, like, you just assume – and assuming is, like, the worst, but you just assume that, like, they understand what you're saying in the email. But when you're emailing people, like, you have to be, like, so specific. Like, every single – like, almost you have to do, like, a step-by-step on what you want.
1: And check, like, physically check.
0: Yeah. Oh, so dumb. And
1: so we ended up using them for, like – decorations and cards which was like okay right and then I took one home just to like remind me or like you know to not be so hard on myself like haha like that happened it's kind of funny yeah but I know not to do that again and now it's like kind of a funny memory for me
0: (laughs) oh I love that
1: tell me one of yours
0: I have two that I want to share oh I have so many horrifying internship stories um, this one in, came okay, so I'm kind of like two, these are both funny and you can pick whatever yeah. one you like, okay, so this one's a really simple one, but I remember this one time uh, I was sitting at my desk and my boss comes over and talks to the lady next to me and she goes, intern, intern, and it was a full Miranda Priestly moment, like Devil Wears Prada, and she goes, my coffee, heat it up, and I was like, uh, bleh, bleh. okay, so I like run and I run with this coffee in my hand to like heat it up. And I'm, like, super paranoid. I don't want it to be too hot, too cold. So I keep, like, opening and shutting, like, the microwave repeatedly to, like, attempt to, I guess, guess the perfect temperature. And when I bring it back, she's like, this is lukewarm, intern. Intern, she says. And this is no word. Oh, my
1: God. I didn't know there's places actually like that. Like, who actually made their interns get coffee.
0: Yes. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And I think that was just a moment... But that was one of my, like, classic Miranda Plurisley moments. Another one that is really funny.
1: I wanted to add a note here. I thought working at a public relations agency would be like that because of the movies. Right. But it wasn't. And I just was like, okay, does it like, I just thought that,
0: like, no one treated their interns like that. Yeah, it was just, I think, you know, I'm part of the doubt because I do love this one to bits. But I think it was just... A harsh moment in time. <laughs> oh my god, that's so um, funny. The two other stories are so this other story happened um for a photo shoot, I was instructed in an email that we had to get this blue, this very specific blue parrot brought to set. Oh my god. So I had to sc- go all across the web of Toronto searching for parrot models, animal models. I was on like infinite tabs open on different agencies that casted animals. And I have never in my life experienced it was like imagine like a model casting, but for animals. Like it had like the weight of the bird, the color of the bird, the wingspan of the bird, what like movies and commercials and ads this bird has been in. And the prices <laughs> range from like twenty dollars an hour to like two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Oh my god, this parrot is more successful than I am. Yes. And the best is, like, I would be sending pictures back and forth to the lady who inquired about it, and the question she had back with was, like, well, how well behaved is it? Can it, can we, like, can this have to be in a cage? Does it all of a cage? I and mean, here's there's questions that I never really thought, like, ever really would come to mind, and I kept going back and forth, back and forth. Surely enough, we got this bird to set, and we got to set, all the models had to sign, like, a waiver. Oh, oh my God. In case it bit it, and one of the models was like not having it, and she's like, "It's gonna bite me." I'm like, "Uh, no, it won't." And I was like so stressed that if this bird like bit anyone. But basically, I spent like two days, (laughs) like quickly trying to find a parrot, a blue parrot, for your shoot. Yes.
1: Oh my. Another
0: thing that happened was similar enough was I was instructed for a different shoot that we had to get a pair of shoes um, that were only in LA and we are in Toronto. Um, And this is like 20 minutes before the end of the day on a Friday, I was alone. And I was calling every store in LA looking for these shoes and I couldn't find them. And finally I found one pair and I ordered them basically it all worked out in the end and I ended up just returning the pair that I bought in luckily the lady from Texas though I'm buying in LA the people I was talking to were in Texas were able to like retract the order and save the day but I was sweating and I ended up staying an hour later than everyone else in the office I had to close the office and I left just like drained oh my god I had so many internship fails where I'm just like I leave just like so deteriorated but. One day, I'm hoping that it all just comes full circle and I become, you know, the Miranda Priestly, but I'm I'm way more kind. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, those are really
1: funny. I didn't even know like there's someone
0: who oh, I'm that girl. If you ever, I am the Dover's Prada. I'm Andy from Dover's Prada.
1: Oh my God. I have another funny one. Who tell me? So at a place I worked, um, the boss was like, you know, if you're the first one here, like, we're a small office, we're a team, like. You know, put the newspapers away, turn on all the lights, start the dishwasher, like start the coffee. So one morning I was really, I was the first one there. So I put the newspapers away, like did what he said. And then I like started to make the coffee, but I didn't realize not all the parts of the coffee machine were in the coffee. Right. So I like started putting the coffee grinds in and they just came straight out and that's so I had to like scoop up back the coffee. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I realized like the parts were in the dishwasher. So I got them out of the dishwasher and then I started like making the coffee. But then oh. it like overflew within the coffee thing. Like oh. the water overflowed because there was another part I forgot about.
0: Okay. Why is it the littlest things that are just like the most exhausting and challenging? Keep and, mind, yeah. Are-
1: Like, it was a lot. There was a lot going on. And then I just spilled, like, the coffee just overflowed everywhere. And then one of the bosses came in, and he was like, hey, Victoria. And then he goes to his office. I'm like, oh, my God. Shit, shit, shit. (laughs) So I just, like, cleaned up everything really quickly. Got rid of, like, every grind that was, like, out of place. Oh, my God. And put it put everything back in the dishwasher like rinsed it put it back in the dishwasher <laughs> and just went to my desk and I was like I hope he doesn't come in I hope he doesn't come in while I'm cleaning this up and I just pretended that not- it never happened oh Christ I it. when I was like doing my work he the boss like went in to start making coffee <laughs> I was like you know what he probably like came up behind me and saw me struggling
0: struggled, didn't want to call you out and he was like yeah. hey, let her finish this and then I'll handle it. yeah I just love that. Um, Well, I don't think the internships—we're still at the bottom, so I don't think
1: this is going to end anytime soon. But we can hope for the best. I'm sure we'll have some more horror stories and fuck ups. But, But you know what? I wish, like, you know, people well into their career talked about times that they messed up.
0: I think it's yeah. I think, I think a lot of the times. I think now there are some books coming out where, like, CEOs talk about how they messed up to be successful, but for the most part, I think, I don't think it's talked about as much, or even just, like, the little things aren't talked about as much, just those little, like, coffee pot incidences are just not talked about.
1: Yeah, like, I want to hear, like, for me, like, viewing someone who's, like, really established in their role, like, an exec or a CEO or a VP, like, to me, like, there's this image of perfection, like, like, they're they're successful and they're perfect. They never fucked up and stuff like that because it's just not talked about.
0: Right, I completely agree.
1: So, yeah, that'd be interesting to have more of a dialogue along that.
0: Well, everybody, that was um... our big talk on internships and being at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, We'd love to, as we always do, let us know what you think. Like, subscribe! was that terrifying yeah like subscribe and leave a review
1: for us and tell us if you feel the same way towards like your internship experiences the offices you want to work the workplaces curious to see if we're all on the same page or if people think differently i
0: think we agree cool we'll see you guys next week ciao for now ciao yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Stumbling Along with Vicky B. and Sammy Z. Follow us on Instagram at stumblingalong. Like, subscribe, share, and comment on whatever it is you're listening to Stumbling Along on today. Ciao!